Hey everyone, you're listening to InfoQuench with Jeff and Amy, a podcast with tips to make your life easier, covering pop culture, parenting, travel, minimalism, and more. Hey everybody and welcome to InfoQuench. I'm your host Jeff. And I'm Amy. And this podcast we are going to be talking about something that is very raw in a lot of the eastern seaboard of uh, North America and the Bahamas, uh, hurricanes. Yes, so because of uh, our recent storm we thought it would be a good topic to do some interesting facts around hurricanes. Well there's a lot of things about hurricanes I don't know. And a lot I learned doing the research. And I'm about to learn because I haven't looked at your notes as usual. As per usual, I am not prepared. Before we get into hurricanes, let's talk tennis. Oh, man. Andrescu. She's amazing. She did it. Like, I I was so incredibly impressed and, uh, you know, and proud. And proud to be a Canadian, having, you know, a Canadian women uh, a woman from canada at the top of the u.s open is um, incredible and she's so and the rogers cup and she just it was just it was a wonderful wonderful match and and uh, and i'll be honest and and amy too like we don't we don't we're not sports people we don't watch sports regularly i watch hockey in the winter and stuff a little bit but like i i can't remember the last time i watched a full tennis uh you know match I know, and it actually was happening as the hurricane Hurricane mm-hmm. Dorian is uh, was hitting St. John, New Brunswick, which That's is where right. we uh, record our podcast out of. And our we were lucky; our, our power flicked off and on uh, just the once, then, just the once. Yeah, uh, came straight back on. But I know that there are a lot of people still without power, still recovering from this massive storm that went through. So, yeah, our thoughts are with all of those people who are uh, who are getting through that as they. Yeah, as Nova they Scotia through. is still is still recuperating, and and uh, a lot of people still don't have power. But you know what? You see all these really wonderful. Uh, stories on the news about people coming together in a community because I saw one one photo where you know this one home did have uh, power and they made a powering power uh, station for powering phones up and stuff which is so cool oh, that's people awesome. could just drop by and plug their phone in and have have uh, power there's some good phone. people in the world yeah we lost a lot of big, beautiful trees, and I know that there was a lot of people who had significant yeah. damage to their homes and and uh, and businesses. So, but no one was killed, as far as I know, which you know, in 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 Canada, in our in our region. But there, were, in, yes, but there definitely were some. Yeah, in, there's still uh, there is yeah. a death toll from Dorian. So let's get into some interesting facts about hurricanes, and I'm going to start with uh, number one. A hurricane is actually a tropical cyclone. Oh, yes. Um, so the reason it's called tropical cyclone, and you may, this may seem obvious, but some of, these, some of these facts are a little more interesting than others, but tropical refers to the geographical origin where they right. originate, mm-hmm. um, which is almost exclusively over tropical seas. And then cyclone. Warm water. Exactly. Basically. And then cyclone obviously refers to the cycle of their winds. Uh, so moving in a circle, we're all familiar with sort of that image that they always have on uh, on weather right. channels. Yes. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. With the which eye. Is not good and, when you're actually trying to record a podcast. Oh, you're doing so great. Apologies. Oh, you're doing great. We're, yeah, we're we're not really rusty. We just uh, we're we're lazy. We get our we get our podcast done the day before it's supposed to go out. So I know we've got to. Yeah, it's all right. That's okay. It's all right. We always come through though. Uh, number two, 
hurricanes are actually only called hurricanes around North America. So as mentioned, they are tropical cyclones and they're named differently depending on where they form. So if it is a mature tropical cyclone, uh, you know, with significant wind force and it's in the Atlantic or Northeastern Pacific, it's called a hurricane. Yes. Which is what we get here. Um, But that same type of storm is actually called a typhoon, typhoon. when it's near Asia in Philippines. the north in the northwest yep. northwest Pacific. Yep. And then they would simply refer to it as just a cyclone because these are all tropical cyclones. Um, it's just a cyclone in the South Pacific or Indian Ocean. So pretty much everywhere else in the world is just called a cyclone. So if you've ever heard hurricane, typhoon, and cyclone and wondering what they were, well, they're all tropical cyclones. The only difference is that they're originating wow. in different parts of the world. Whatever they're called, they are like forces of nature to be reckoned with for sure. Well, and they're normally, they normally start out as a tropical storm. And we'll yeah. often hear that word. when it That's what they from. downgrade to, right? Yes. Uh, as well. And so it, it's all based on wind speeds. So once mm-hmm. the wind speeds exceed a certain amount, um, then they become at a hurricane A force hurricane level. Or a right. cyclone or a typhoon. Um, number three. How many of them are there? Eleven. Eleven. Okay, oh, we're I don't on know number if I three. Said, yes, eleven interesting facts. Yes. So buckle down, people. Buckle down. They're coming at you. Batten the hatches. Number three, hunker down. Isn't that? Isn't that the always what we always say? Hunker. Hunk, hunker down. Batten the hatches, which I, I it must be an old, you know, military, navy term. Batten Maybe. the hatches. You know, as much as you know, storms are awful, I think people really get jazzed up about getting ready for them, don't they? Oh yeah, it's all you know. It's all about the storm chips. There's and something exciting about out, storms. Everyone's even. rushing out to the grocery store yeah. and they're tying stuff down. And yeah, I mean, it's not you know, it's not always a super enjoyable thing, but uh, I think it is exciting to a degree. Even there's a lot of conversation it up, around it. E- even if it ends up being the most negative experience of your life, it's still in the in the in the foreset of it all or whatever. Before it happens, it's exciting. Yes. <clears throat> So number three is, I found this fascinating because I didn't know this, that the wind direction, so mm-hmm. again, you know, you, you picture that hurricane swirling on the television. It's based on what hemisphere it's in. So in the in the southern hemisphere, it rotates in a clockwise direction. And if in the northern hemisphere where we're at, it rotates in an anti-clockwise Jeez, it's direction. It's like a giant toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you're right. That's right. It's like a toilet. <laughs> and it's uh, the reason it does that, it's what's called Coriolis force, and that's produced by the Earth's rotation. Ah. Similar to the toilets, I guess. Yeah, the um, centrifugal force. And, of course, the, the force of the hurricane uh, determines whether it's a Category 1 through 5. Yeah. It's based on wind speeds that and also sense. the potential to cause damage. Storm surge as well, I think, is a big factor. Yes, definitely. A lot of the destruction is uh, Mm. related to storm surge. Uh, Number four, size varies dramatically. So tropical cyclones can be anywhere from only 100 kilometers wide to 2,000 kilometers Mm -hmm. diameter. And so there's a 2,000 kilometer diameter uh, hurricane on record. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Yes, 2,000. 220 kilometers in diameter. What hurricane was that? Do you know? So that's called Typhoon Tip. Um, In in, in the Philippines, they actually gave it a different name called Typhoon 
Warling. Warling. It was in 1979. Wow. And just to kind of give you an idea, um, that diameter of that hurricane, 2,220 mm-hmm. kilometers, is more than half the width of the continental United States. Wow. So you can picture half of the United States covered by a hurricane. And what category a hurricane was that? Uh, it wasn't listed where I was, but I, it must okay. have been a five. I can't imagine. Wow. Would have been. That's, that would have been completely devastating. Now, I compared it to the width of the United States just for perspective. Because <laughs> of course that was, you did. That was the comparison was given, and we always <laughs> everything's always compared to the United States. Yeah. But, uh, but it should be noted that it was... Um, a typhoon so it hmm. wasn't actually it didn't go it didn't hit the united states well that's good it was a pacific typhoon did it make uh, landfall though anywhere or did it stay at sea i mean i know you're not a you know you're not like a expert on this particular uh typhoon but <laughs> so you have to call I it the proper the, thing I, do, I don't have all the details but i i'm just curious and now i need to uh now I need to do some research of my own on this particular. You do. I don't. It's have... probably the biggest typhoon ever, right? Like yes, ever that's, recorded. That's it, that okay. that much I know. Okay. <laughs> it's the largest one. So I imagine so, that the eye of the storm was probably as big as like Texas or something. You know? I also don't have that information well, in front of me. You, I, you should. Just give me some more really questions, and I'll. You're really slipping, I'll, honey. I'll proceed to be an uninformative. <laughs> Uninfo quench. You know which way at least this typhoon was spinning because you know what hemisphere it was in. That's right. It was in the southern hemisphere, which means it was rotating clockwise, there just we like go. their toilets. Bing, apparently. bing, 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 bing. Okay. Number five. Hurricane seasons vary across the globe. So in the northern Atlantic Ocean, um, our season is June 1st to November 30th. Yeah. But it sharply peaks. In late August through September. Yeah. Um, the st- statistical peak is September 10th, which okay. is tomorrow. Oh, wow. We're, well, actually, when we're we're recording this on Monday, but we'll be releasing it on Tuesday, September 10th, this episode, and that is the statistical peak for hurricane season here. Wow. Um, the Northern Pacific has a broader period of activity. Um, and yes. Number six. This one I thought is quite obvious, but maybe not to everybody. Number six is that coastal regions are the most at risk. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. And the reason is the primary energy source for a hurricane are, is warm water. Yes. That's where it draws its energy from. So as soon as it hits land, it starts to weaken dramatically. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, we often see that. We'll watch it sort of approaching. Yep. Uh, and then it like downgrades into a tropical storm and then yeah exactly number seven the actual eye of a hurricane is very warm so when you're in the center of the hurricane Mm -hmm. they're tropical after all that's where they're uh, created and it's the eye of the hurricane is formed by air rushing down from the upper levels of the atmosphere to fill the void left by the low air pressure at the surface so air dries out and warms up as it descends rapidly through the eye toward the surface, making the eye of the hurricane especially warm. I find it fascinating that uh, you can be in the eye, like you can go through a, a treacherous hurricane and then be in the eye, and it would be sunny. 
for no, a little it's while, weird, right? and then it storms again once the eye passes. Right? They it's talk about the calm before the storm, the but calm. the eye is like the calm in the middle of the, the storm. calm within the storm. Right. Really, we you know That's what so I you know poetic, what I, honey? I know I the calm. You know what I wish I did is I wish I did some research. Maybe you did, but uh, you, you know, just for some Hollywood movies about hurricanes and stuff. Do you know of any? A many? Do you know many? You 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 love uh, these kinds of films. I do. You love the films like that are you know natural disasters yeah, and stuff. I, I do. I don't know why. I don't mm. know why I'm drawn to those types of films. I don't remember one specifically. On there's hurricanes. one really famous one. Where, ice storm. No, ice not storm? ice storm. Uh, there's one really famous one where there's storm chasers and they get stuck inside a hurricane and stuff. Like, do you remember that one? Are you talking about tornadoes and or tornadoes? About, um, oh yeah, I, am, I guess it probably is a tornado, not a hurricane. You're right. And that one's with Helen Hunt, and it's yeah. called. Oh, what's it Talk called? Talk about putting you on the spot. Twister. Twister. Yes, 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 yes. yes. But the, I so, love that one. I guess that's, that's not really movie. the same as a hurricane. But I wonder. Yeah, I, I wonder if there are uh, some famous Hollywood films specifically about hurricanes. Get if back to us on social be. media and let us know. <laughs> Number isn't there a? Oh, never mind. Mm. Number eight. Never mind, indeed. Say, <laughs> so isn't there a song or something about hurricane? Well, Lucinda Williams has a has a line: "June bug versus hurricane." Oh, I know who That's wins that good. that war. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what she's alluding to. I do believe. Okay. <clears throat> Number eight. The futileness of it all. You know. You can tell a lot about a hurricane by its eye. Oh yes. So a ragged look asymm- right into its eye. <laughs> a ragged asymmetrical eye means the storm is struggling to strengthen. But if it's a, a smooth, round eye, it means the storm is stable and strong. Oh, wow. That's what Dorian... Dorian had a perfect circular eye, I remember. And a tiny eye that's sometimes called a pinhole or a pinpoint eye. Yeah. It usually indicates a very intense storm. Very, like, yeah, lots so of high winds. if it's a smaller... When you're looking at that image, mm-hmm. if it's got a smaller eye, it indicates it's a... A more intense storm. Oh, that's interesting. So it's not Jeez, much. By the end of this podcast, everyone's going to be meteorologists on uh, on hurricanes. Oh, I hope I found this stuff really fascinating. Hopefully, our listeners. Well, yeah, too. yeah, I do. I do as well. Hopefully, our listeners do as well. I'm sure they do. Do you? Well, do you? I'm sure know. you do. I don't hear anybody. Yeah, I know. This is here crickets. <laughs> June bug versus hurricane. Number nine. Some hurricanes have two eyes. Just like you and I. Oh, wow. And the eye is, or what, how does it go? Uh, is in the eye of the beholder? What is it? How does that <laughs> I don't know. There's no eye in team. There's only one <laughs> sure. eye in hurricane. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Oh, that. That's yes. It. That saying. It's beauty. Lots of sayings with the letter I in them. And also the. Eyes are the uh, biolo- windows of the soul. Eye. Yes. Oh. Some hurricanes have two <laughs> eyes is number nine. They have eyebrows, though. An eye doesn't last forever. No. Um, Storms frequently encounter a process known as eye wall replacement cycle. Hmm. So it'll develop a new eye wall to replace the old one. So the eye wall is sort of like the edge of the eye of the hurricane. Yeah. And it's particularly intense in that wall. Oh, yeah. Just coming in and out of the eye. That's where you see, like, houses going up and down in the funnel. So... It'll go, uh, hurricanes will go through a replacement cycle and sometimes, uh, as it's happening, it can, uh, temporarily have two eyes at the same time. That's insane. That, that is a, an extremely 
volatile storm if you had two eyes. It's it is. double the pack of, of punch, right? And as it's sort of making that change when it's going through an eye wall replacement cycle, it actually weakens during the cycle temporarily, hmm. um, but then can grow even more intense once the cycle's completed. So an example would be Hurricane Matthew was scraped by the Florida coast in October of 2016, and the impacts of the storm were slightly less because it was going through an eye wall replacement cycle just as it uh, oh, made its closest approach to land. I didn't know that. That's And that was still a devastating storm, even the, with a weakened eye wall. Don't quiz me on every detail of that particular hurricane, okay? Andrew? No. What was Andrew's Matthew. last name? Was what was Matthew. Matthew's last name? <laughs> it was Mr. Matthew Hurricane. <laughs> Mr. Matthew Hurricane. <laughs> I don't know anything more about that storm. All right. Okay. On to the next storm. <laughs> Uh, number 10. This I found particularly fascinating. We started naming storms to keep track of them. Yeah. I sort of knew that, but the whole background around the naming I found really... Fascinating. Very fascinating. So as it started, um, meteorologists in uh, the United States... You said it right. Good job. That's not the one I had a hard time with. Oh, what was it? Meteorological? Meteorological. <laughs> you still can't say it. Meteorological. Meteorological. You, you're forgetting the illogical. Illogical. You're so logical. Meteorological. Meteorological. Yeah. I, I, watch me be saying it incorrectly here. We'll get like all these nasty emails from meteorologists. Yeah, they are saying, an angry bunch. What are you guys doing? They are an angry bunch. All this fake news. <laughs> Trump. Wrong. Sad. Back to naming <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, hurricanes. Meteorologists in the United States started naming tropical storms and hurricanes to make it easier to keep track. And also, in, in for all of us watching the news, we know what the heck they're talking about. Um, since then, tropical cyclones uh, have become a worldwide effort in terms of naming. And it's coordinated by the World Meteorological You got it. You got it. I mean, you get a passing grade with that one. That's... It's the WMO. Oh, it's a WMO? Well, yes. how about that? Yes. Um, it's the United Nations Agency. It's responsible for maintaining meteorological standards. Oh, you did it again. Good. Yes. That, well, that we need we need somebody to keep an eye on these meteorological standards. Don't we all have words that we fumble on? Oh, yeah. There's some words that oh, we yeah. just can't. Maybe. Uh, I, I don't, don't really know. have too many. I don't think. But maybe. I don't I'm... know. Maybe I do. I don't know. I can't say maybe. I'm maybe, going to find maybe. one. I'm going okay. to find one that is next oh. episode. I'm going to challenge you with an incredibly difficult one to pronounce, and I'll yes. see if you can do it. I remember my mother has a hard time saying brewery. Yeah, brewery. Yeah, that can brewery. Be tricky. Meteorological standards. <laughs> so today, the Atlantic Ocean and Eastern Pacific Ocean each have their own list of alternating masculine and feminine names, and they reuse them. The, every, the two lists every six years. Every so six it's like, years. So you can go online and you can see the list. So there's the list of names for um, 2019. Yeah. Starting with the letter A at the beginning of the year. But, and it's a, but if it's especially a bastard of a storm, they, they retire it. That's right, honey. That would be another one of my fascinating I know. I had to. I had to say it because I find that fascinating. It's like, yeah, that one. How do they decide, though, when it's too bad? That's what I'm wondering. Like the amount of damage it does, like how much, you know, how well, how much is too naming. much? Let's, okay, let's okay, whole, okay. All right, I'm jumping I'm in ahead. Right in the middle of jumping ahead. All right. <laughs> so the naming. So they rotate through. So the list of names that's used this year 
will be used again in 2000 or 2025. So six years from now, they'll repeat the same list. Unless it was a bastard of a storm. Unless it was a bastard of a storm. Hope that doesn't take away our clean rating. See, even Charlie was like, what are you guys doing over there? You just said there? bastard in kitty language. <laughs> so they use the letters A to W. A to only, W. In terms of the naming. Uh, but they skip Q and U. Oh. Huh. And if Why? they end you up using... You could have Hurricane Quinn or I mean, whatever. they just couldn't come up with six Q names to yeah. have their full six lists. Okay. So if all the names on the list are used... In the course of a year, then they move to the Greek alphabet, letters of the Greek alphabet, to start naming them. Mm. There's already like two or three past Dorian. There's a whole like, committee with the WMO that vote on these names. Yeah. And they are also the committee that votes on when to retire. Okay. Um, I do want to give a little bit of credit, though, to the first usage of personal names for any weather system. And uh, it was a guy in Queensland down in uh, Australia, yeah. meteorologist Clement Ragg, who named systems in the late 1800s to early 1900s. And he sort of started it all. The whole idea Clement of naming. Clement Ragg. Clement Ragg. I wonder if there's ever been a hurricane called Clement. <laughs> I don't know. Name a hurricane after himself. He's having a bad day, you know? Well, I was, yeah, I, I, the reason I was so interested in the naming is because I was. I had this discussion with a coworker. I'm like, why did we have Dorian? Sorry, after Aaron, because we had Hurricane Aaron actually yeah. hit. Yeah, it's when it forms. Right. So Dorian had actually formed back on August 24th originally. Yeah. So it had formed and was named. That's and an... Aaron didn't form until August 26th. So it. it but um, Aaron. Sorry. Aaron hit us faster and Dorian took a, was much slower progression. Here's a question. Like when a hurricane forms at sea, how do they first categorize it as a hurricane? Does it have to have a, uh, like a, an a, certain, eye? a certain wind speed, a certain wind speed. So right. they can just track that without even having to go there. Obviously yeah, they have, there's a whole chart, the yeah. Beaufort cool. scale where they measure uh, wind speeds. Oh, look at you. I know. Well, it's there's pulling a lot up the to meteorological it. terms. <laughs> then they look at a combination of sustained <laughs> winds that are 10 minutes or more and yeah. then wind gusts that are one uh, one minute or less. Okay. And they look at, there's a combination of those factors that's put into a table and it was agreed upon. It's used worldwide. And then that's how they categorize the various intensities. Here's of another question that I would love to know the answer to. Yeah. Is... How many hurricanes start at sea and never make it to land and are named? That happens a lot. Probably more percentage of hurricanes that don't reach land than do, I bet you. Well, if you think about the fact that they possibly can move through the entire alphabet list in yeah. the course of a year. Yeah. And we don't really hear that many about that many of them. So I a guess. lot of them just die when they hit colder water at sea, basically. Which is well, interesting. They just, some, they just may never, yeah, never yeah. make landfall. Yeah, they just go nonstop. Why don't you research that, hun, and you can let us know. You could give us an update on the next. I research nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you throw all these questions at me. It's okay. It's just there questions for our listeners as well if they want to do some research themselves and do our work for us, and then let us know on social media, anywhere on social media. We're on everything except for Snapchat. We're not on Snapchat. No. Is anybody on Snapchat? A lot still? of people, the younger generation are, honey. Oh, We're okay. not. We are not. We don't qualify mm -hmm. as younger generation. 
My 11th interesting fact. This is very fascinating, and Jeff didn't spoil it at all. No. Names are retired if a storm yeah. is extru- especially destructive. You know, that's the only thing that I knew when you were going, when we were talking about hurricanes, you mentioned that. So I remembered it. I thought you might forget it, so I thought I'd mention it before it got forgotten. Hey, I'm just glad you were listening. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. if it is particularly a destructive or deadly storm, the meteorological... You're getting so much better at that. <laughs> You're almost there. Yes, the World Meteorological Association. Yep. Organi- oh, organization. Now I can't even say the easy word. Oh, you're the doing WMO. fine. The WMO. They vote and they retire it. And they do this because it, out of respect for the families of uh, of the victims of the storm and, um, and for the survivors of the storm as well. So how so, many storms have been retired or do you know that? Like how many yeah, were so, so bad? Since they originally started naming it um, like, hurricanes in the for the atlantic ocean so mm-hmm. yeah um more than 80 names have been retired 80 names, 80 names. Wow. andrew and, being one i'm sure and and once they retire i don't have the 80 memorized but why um, why you're supposed to be prepared. of course katrina is one um yeah katrina it's the worst one that i've probably ever seen in in my life on tv of course but still the one that's happened while I was still alive was probably Katrina. Well, that one was devastating. So when uh, when a name is retired, that name is then has has to be replaced. So again, that same organization. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for it? Yeah. The World Meteorological Organization. <laughs> Close. You almost. I'm just did going it. to say it so fast. Just, w- say, enough, just say WHO. W W M O. Who that's are the world, you? That's the who, World who, Health Association organization. <laughs> God. I really want to know. Uh-oh, we're going to get sued by who? Stop your singing. Who's on first? <laughs> Who's anyway, that? go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Stop your singing. Um, yeah, that actually finishes my interesting facts, but I did want to, since we have a little extra time, talk about the deadliest uh, tropical cyclone on record. Okay. Uh, and it was in 1970, the Bola Cyclone. And it killed around 300,000 people. Wow. And where did it make landfall? So it um, it's, uh, struck a densely populated, uh, the Ganges Delta region of Bangladesh. Oh, in India. And that was on November or 13th. Bangladesh, yeah. Bangladesh, yeah. yeah. No, sorry, not Bangalore. No, <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking, yeah. I know, sorry. I can read your mind so well. I know. Um, in Bangladesh, and on November 13th, 1970. And... Uh, you'd mentioned storm surge and that the powerful storm surge from that storm is what was responsible for the high death toll. There wouldn't have been too much for early warning either back in the 70s. There's, it's not like people are getting messages on Facebook saying that there's a big hurricane coming. How else would you have known, right? So I wonder what kind of early warning system they had in the earliest of hurricanes, you know. Well, earliest ones, they wouldn't have any. It would just showed up and obliterated everything. It's like, oh, this is a really bad storm. <laughs> oh, it's getting worse. There goes a house. You know, it's like, that's the way it would have been back, you know, before they had any warning systems. Well, I know. We don't even think about how lucky we are to have the warning systems that we have in place now. When we yeah. think about things like our tsunami warning systems that we have and uh, what we're able to detect and how yeah. far in advance. I mean, we often get a little uh, impatient when we're watching predictions on television and the you know it's you know storm takes another 
twist or shifts direction and it's not completely accurate but just the fact that we know it's out there and can prepare mentally and get our homes prepared well um, i'm going to make a, a prediction huge... i think that hurricanes are just going to get more and more prevalent because of global warming the warm the air or the water that used to be cold is getting warmer and it'll give more strength to hurricanes when they hit that warmer wet or warmer water. Where are you pulling this information I'm just, from? I'm just saying that I think that's what's going to happen. It's just, because the wa- the the water is getting warmer. Are you going to accompany accompany this uh, information with like a I was, going to do a no, sharpie a sharpie I, drawing of the No, next, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to pull a Trump. <laughs> I'm just going to get a Nobel Prize, uh, you know, 10 years from now for saying it on this podcast because I think that's what's happening. And that's just, you know, don't, don't go and quote me or write any scientific papers on what I'm saying because it's, you know, it's not meteorologically sound. Oh, look at you showing <laughs> off. You even added an extra syllable in there. I know. I said Lee. You yeah. know what? I, I don't think you're the first person to come up with this crazy. No, of course not. But I think that's what's happening. I think that's I think why right. hurricanes are getting closer and closer to us, like more prevalent. You know, we had, I don't know, probably 20, 30 trees that just toppled in this hurricane that's what that's sustained winds we, we're not used to that here at all no they are in nova scotia you know because nova scotia in a weird way a buffer for I us i think it's <laughs> it's it's not just i mean we've had intense storms but the frequency is definitely increased as well yeah so. thank you for listening everybody uh hopefully stay safe learned a little bit something about hurricanes yes um, or learned how badly i pronounce certain words yeah um, at least on this episode Thanks for listening to InfoPitch. I will recover on the next one. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit InfoQuench.com to subscribe and catch up on past episodes. You can also check out InfoQuench on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Till next time. time.